Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Each week, we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So what do you think of the new promo? Or the new opening, I should say. The new opening? I love it. Well, good. You recorded it. I know. <laughs> Put a little echo on you there, and uh, we'll see how that goes. We used that for a little while. Mm-hmm. For a All little kinds while. of big things happening for the show. That's uh, opening change to the mm-hmm. promo thingamajig is the least of it. Yes. But we'll worry about that some other day. So. As we'll have announcements coming for all kinds of stuff like that. For today, though, we have a topic. Uh, Rick's kitten came by and chatted with us for a while about, and the uh, the uh, thing she talked about, the topic she said would be wake up Cinderella. Right. And I really wasn't sure what that meant. So yeah, it could mean a couple of different things. So, well, yeah, you can pervert it as well. Of uh, course. Absolutely, you could. <laughs> but um, what she wanted, what she talked to us about, was the idea that a lot of people. Uh, think that if they find that master-slave relationship or they find that relationship at all, that's going to be the cure to all their ills. Right. So it it's kind of talks about the uh, separation of reality and fantasy. So, so is yeah. your reality so bad? Is my reality so No. I like my reality. Yeah. You know, I, I look at the, uh, the power exchange relationship we have, the mm-hmm. life that we've built, and... Um, as we talk about in a little bit, it does, the, the fantasy, it, it is not a fantasy life, but it's pretty damn close to it. Pretty close, and it's very full and overflowing, actually. <laughs> Which can be a bad thing, if you don't manage it well. Yes. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, about um, how to, when that relationship does happen, you know, how to keep some of that enjoyment, some of that fantasy element, element into it, what you do when you fall off the pink cloud, as they say. Mm-hmm. And um, do I ever get my naked slave girl? <laughs> Before we get into that, uh, you wanted to mention, you mentioned we had some feedback from somebody across the country. We did. So um, we had a, a couple of actual um, contacts, and one was through FetLife, and it was by Jaden. And what he said was that he drove halfway across the country and back and listened to our podcast while he was driving. And, you know, it was like, ooh. He must have got a hold of some good ones, and we weren't that bad. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out just for taking the time to contact us and let us know that he enjoys the show. That makes me wonder, and because we do the same thing, right? When we travel, we mm-hmm. listen to different podcasts. Uh, Tie Em Up is my favorite gay British podcast. <laughs> um, I got a couple of favorites, too, so that we listen to all the time. Uh, Big Fatty online. We listen. We like the Big Fatty. Love it. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, I just listened to the latest Ropecast, and I actually got a t-shirt idea idea Ooh. from Grey Dancer, so that's nice, one we listen to. Nice. And there's a couple others as oh, well, yeah. right? Oh, um, yeah, Dark Side especially. Oh, and, of course, right. You know, and a few more. But that led me to actually think when we're not listening to podcasts, we listen to books. Yes. On, and there's not a lot of lifestyle books that are audiobooks. Mm-mm. So... Maybe we should hook up these microphones and record our new book as an audio book. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. 
That would so, be pretty interesting. It would be. Um, but we'll do that on some other day. And also... Uh, In our spare time. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, we'd also made, uh, uh, quite a while back, matter of fact, I think for the 100th episode, we did a free t-shirt giveaway contest thing. We'd, I forget what episode it was, but yeah, there was a free t-shirt in there. And somebody from California, Sunshine, got Sunshine, the t-shirt. Yeah, so, and she ended up getting the, um, the uh, tank top, mm-hmm. so the spaghetti strap tank top, mm-hmm. so, and it was yellow and has erotic awakening on the front, so it was really cute on her. Absolutely. She is a, uh, she's quite adorable, yes. and uh, she sent us a picture of her wearing the shirt, and we were quite thrilled to see that. <laughs> we'll throw the bucket of water on her next time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that. Um, what else do we got going on? I mean, we, we could just jump right into the topic. I guess I we should mention, uh, as always, we want to thank uh, Maui King for their support. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently they have a 10% off your order if you use the promo code ERA10. Yes. Um, and that's good until the 1st of July. And here it is May already. So mm-hmm. if you want to get your rope, now would be your time to get it. And we're waiting on a couple of products for coming in, too. Some uh, couple of odd products that oh, yeah, uh, we yeah, get to try yeah. out. So I'm like waiting for the delivery guy. <laughs> and, um, and speaking of uh, things that we've used to beat you with lately, <laughs> uh, we actually have a, a couple of canes that we've picked up from the kink <laughs> shop. And uh, uh, the kink shop's been very generous with us. Um, and they actually provided some canes, and we beat you with those. So what does your butt think of those canes? <laughs> they like them. They come in all shapes and sizes and stingy to thuddy. <laughs> so the, the trick and they're with, purple. They are purple. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway that you're going to like that one. But the neat thing about canes are, uh, depending on the thickness of the cane, is the effect it's going to have. Absolutely. And, and we have a variety of canes from the kink shop that go from mm-hmm. really really thin mm-hmm. to um, as thick, I would say as thick as my finger, to give you some right. idea of how right. thick that one is. So, And I, um, do you like one better than the other? Or I like all of them, but it, it depends. I love canes. and I, Oh my God, I was so sad when I figured out that we left our canes behind in a hotel somewhere. Mm-hmm. So this was nice to be able to get them replaced. I like um, the thud of the thicker ones, but I have to build up to that because it's just, it's very intense. I like the stingy of the, um, the thinner ones, but if I'm ever going to safe word on one, it'll probably be the thinner one Mm -hmm. because when they strike there, there's kind of like an, an aftershock. (laughs) So they strike and then there's an extra energy that comes through and it's actually the, the second feeling that comes through. That's actually more intense than the, the strike itself. So yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think, what do you think? Do you, would you recommend canes as a good toy for somebody who's new to the lifestyle? I would, I I would because canes can actually be used very delicately. Mm -hmm. So you can use them rhythmically. Mm -hmm. You can use them in all kinds of manners. You don't have to go for the, you know, the full strike, but I would recommend getting a little bit of training with them and knowing what they can do because if you use them evilly, they will break skin. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to just start right off the bat, start very light, but if you're willing to start light, like I said, with the rhythmic caning, that's amazing. It's just tapping. The the trick for the canes to me Mm -hmm. is that they strike a lot harder and deeper than you expect yes. from the looks of them so yes. keep that in mind if you go start off with some canes mm-hmm. 
So we got that going on. Uh, you can you can find those particular canes that we used uh, at www.thekinkshop.com. Um, or you can find canes all over the place, actually. Right. Um, I would recommend that you find some good ones, though. Don't just go... Uh, some people use tomato planters. Yeah. And uh, those have a tendency... If you get the bamboo ones, those have a tendency to splinter. Mm-hmm. And some people use the, the uh, aluminum rod that you put... Stick in the ground and you put reflectors on. Right. And I would recommend using that on um, somebody that you never want to see again after you're done because they won't come see you again, probably. Mm -hmm. Then again, I'm sure we know some masochists that would be, oh, that's just right for me. And then the Lexan Lexan canes, something like that. Those Mm -hmm. are a different different style as well. But uh, yeah, I would recommend working up to those. (laughs) Um, Well... We are going to be, um, we're actually going to be somewhere soon. Oh, so gee. We, we're, been, we're doing a little traveling? We That's unusual. D- a little bit. It's a short <laughs> drive. It's a short drive. So um, our major traveling's this summer. Mm-hmm. But um, tomorrow night, well, Friday, are we putting this out tonight? I'm assuming we are. We are putting this out okay. tonight. Okay. Good, good, good. <laughs> Chances good. are, if, by the time you listen to this, this will be the past. So Aww. this is not a future cast. This is a past cast. So, it can be a present cast, but it's a future just just keep talking (laughs) just keep talking so tomorrow night friday night we are going to dayton and we are going to one of the munches in dayton so um, we are bringing the book so that we can assign the book for our friends that are going to be there and um, this was very important to us to have this as one of the first book signings because the dayton people really supported us at gla when Mm -hmm. we won our regional title so this is kind of like um um, a payback sort of thing like Mm -hmm. a give back sort of thing is to have the first book signing there so and that's kind of neat for us copies. i mean we get still book signing that's yeah. kind of cool we haven't not uh, obviously we've signed some books that, mm-hmm. along the way but we haven't done a book signing yes yet. so that's yes. gonna be neat so, hopefully we won't get burritos all over them hopefully we won't get burritos and hopefully the other um uh eaters the other patrons of the restaurant don't mm-hmm. come over and say hey what book you sign in unless so they want to buy one unless that could that could be fun too <laughs> so that would be friday may 6th 2011 yes but uh, on Friday, May 13th, mm-hmm. 2011, is the next Perversion Diversion. So, yeah, AIS, which is our local group, of course, Adventures in Sexuality, is having their next Perversion Diversion next Friday, the 13th. And um, there's more info on FetLife. It's pretty easy to find. So, and you can also find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. You can indeed. You can find out more about how awesome um, fish are <laughs> by going to <laughs> iTunes and rating our podcast. Woo-hoo! If you, whenever you give us a five-star rating, you get an automated email about the best fish to eat at different <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> It may not happen immediately, though. It might take a couple of years for you to get that. I don't fucking pull that out of somewhere. I watched you. I, got no clue I watched where that you shit slowly pulling it out. I'll just put it away. Go to iTunes, tweet about us, like us on Facebook. We dig it when people know about us because then more people know about us. If you want to know more about us, you can do that by, oh, you know what? You know what's really funny? What's on that? a side note, what? we have a voicemail in the voicemail bucket right now. I haven't listened to yet. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed that we have a voicemail? There? I did. Have you listened to it? I did. Oh. <laughs> it's spam. <laughs> it's spam. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
I was somebody surprised. Somebody want to get, send us on a cruise or uh, have us buy yeah, a condo or something? Yeah, it's one of those let us advertise for you sort of things. If you would like to spam <laughs> us, you can do it via the voicemail number, 206-309-0054. Or you can find us on FetLife under Erotic Awakening, two words. You should go join FetLife and join the Erotic Awakening group. Mm-hmm. Currently... Um, if you're in Australia, you can join the Bring a Erotic Awakening to Australia group as well. Nice. So we'd love to have you join the group Erotic Awakening. You know, it's always nice to hear what people have to say. So especially if you have questions and stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that is about it on that kind of stuff. So the next thing that we have is going to be the uh, topic for the day, which is Rick. Did I miss anything? Uh, no. Okay. Not All that right. I see, sir. Um, so... It's really interesting because I don't want to dissuade people from searching for that. But it's just like fucking uh, eHarmony mm-hmm. and, and uh, OkCupid and what's the other one they plenty advertise on fi- TV? Oh, I don't know if they advertise on TV, but there's plenty of fish and uh, a bunch of others. Harmony.com yeah, or something. Yeah, I can't or, think of one anyway, of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, match, match.com is the other oh, one, okay. right? They uh, seem to imply that your life uh, is probably pretty shitty as you're single. Right. But will be perfect when you find the right oh, match. Oh, yeah. They're always walking the beach or eating at fancy restaurants. That's how they show their couples. We've gotten to walk the beach on occasion. Yes. And we've eaten at fancy restaurants. Absolutely. But we've also had to clean cat litter. And deal with kids in the hospital or sick or yeah, sure, the car sure. breaks down Arguments or and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, you should go out there and find a great relationship. And finding a, a the the right person for you in a power exchange relationship, finding that right submissive or finding that right dom or finding that right slave or whatever terminology you want to use, mm-hmm. that can be an incredibly powerful and joyful experience. Absolutely. But I think that what uh, Rick's Kitten is talking about with us today is um, allowing yourselves to mix a little reality in there as well mm-hmm. so that you recognize that it's worth finding that relationship, but that... It's not going to fix everything in your life. Exactly. So she also uh, talks about how um, don't expect your, your, as a slave, don't expect your master to fix things for you. That it's great to have his help. It's great to have his support, Mm -hmm. you know, but that um, you need to be a healthy human being that knows how to fix things themselves as well when they come into the relationship or at least have that ability. You know, Mm -hmm. what do you bring to the table? When you're starting a relationship. Do you think that when MS relationships break up, it's more significant or more hefty or a bigger deal than when a regular, a non-MS relationship breaks up? I think it depends. I know that um, some of the ones that I'm aware of that have broken up from the outside it tends to affect me more. It, mm-hmm. it affects me. I'm not in the relationship, you know, but um, because I know how deep they got into the relationship and I know how much work they did to make it work. So now as someone, if, if I had to guess, if I was in a significant MS relationship that broke up and don't make me cry, <laughs> you know, oh man, I, I can't imagine I, I really can't imagine because so much work is put into it. You know, if I were to answer the question analytically, I would say mm-hmm. I bet it's a wash. I bet that people that are in non-power exchange relationships are just deep, as deeply as committed to each other mm-hmm. or can be than people that are in power exchange relationships. And 
people can be in power exchange relationships and not have that deep commitment. They can well, take it easy on yeah. that relationship. But, um, I, you know, only speaking from my experience, you know, um, no, I haven't broke up from a part. Well, you know what? I take that back. I have terminated some power exchange relationships, mm-hmm. and it's a really big fucking deal. Yeah. Because, and, and I'll just speak from a uh, top or master or dom perspective. From a master's perspective, you're taking part of, for me, an MS relationship is taking responsibility for that relationship. Right. So when you terminate that relationship, um, there's, a, there's a feeling of, for me, there is a feeling of failure. I failed to take care of that relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I can understand that. I mean, that's why I said seeing it from um, watching what you've gone through, you know, with a couple mm-hmm. of the relationships, you know, a couple of them just phased out. Right. That's what was supposed to be. A couple of them were because of reasons that they were um, terminated, I guess is the word I'm mm-hmm. going to use. And um, yeah, that was really, that was hard to watch. So, and I think it is because we, um, I don't know. Maybe we make ourselves more vulnerable, you know, and things like that in a power exchange relationship as well. Even though I'm told that there are um, vanilla relationships that are that powerful as well. And I'm sure there are, you know. But it's just not our experience. It's not our experience. And when I heard of a relationship, the one that sticks out in my head, I can think of two that stick out in my head. And I'm sure I can think of more. But one has been recently and they've been together for more than 10 years. Right. And to watch that break up to me was, wow, you know, just knowing what they'd been in together because you're, you're, you're living a different life than what most people live. The other aspect of course, is that you're still in the same community with each other. Right. So, but I, you know, again, it's, it's a level of how do you handle that breakup? Whether it's a vanilla relationship or uh, MS relationship or any other relationship, how do you handle it? Right. What's the right way to go about it? Why did you break up? Mm -hmm. I think there's, there's a lot of factors. Do you think that the um, with, uh, breaking up from an MS relationship, do you think you'd miss the freaky deaky sex? Uh-huh. I would miss that too. <laughs> Go, you and I and Rick's kitten here were talking about um, the presentation she did about Cinderella. Yes, we were. And is that the one with the dwarfs? Because that's pretty hot. I could see where that would be a pretty interesting. Does it have dwarfs? (laughs) If you want dwarfs, I'm sure your master can get you some dwarfs. I'm sure he can find some. But this was a different thing. This is a different thing, yes. And this is more about the difference between the fantasy and the reality of being a submissive. Am I getting around the right area? Yes, sir, you are. It's uh, definitely about fantasy and reality colliding and for a submissive or a slave starting out, you know, I call it wake up Cinderella. Okay. Cause I, we were just talking to somebody about how once a submissive finds a dominant or a master, everything's better. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that the way it works? I humbly beg to disagree. No, it is not the way it works, sir. So what is the, what is the point of the presentation then? The point of the presentation is to, let people realize that when you're online and you meet people or even when you meet them, let's say at a month, you're at a PD, mm-hmm. you know, you have all these ideas and these fantasies in your head, how it's going to be. And, you know, it's not going to be sitting back on that couch and eating bonbons and just rubbing master's feet. You know, that's, that's some fantasy. Sometimes it's great reality too, oh, yeah. depending on your life, <laughs> but there's more to it. You know, it's about taking off the glasses Realizing that fantasy can be reality in a healthy way, 
but also realizing that some fantasies are just fantasies and you're not going to attain those in a reality. Okay. Give me an example. Give you an example. Um, <laughs> I mean, do I not get my naked slave girl when I come home every day? If that's your world, then yes, you get your naked slave girl. Okay. But if it's only your fantasy that you want your naked slave girl, or that, or that girl's fantasy to always be naked in the house for master, well, that may be a great reality if that works out for them mm -hmm. and real life doesn't get in the way oh you know let's not burn the tit on the stove <laughs> <laughs> you know um maybe it's a little too cold on the floor maybe mm -hmm. he wants you to freeze the hoo-hoo off you know but fantasy and reality for that it's it's like me saying oh i found the master of my dreams he's going to come in he's going to be prince charming he's going to save my day mm -hmm. well you know he's human too so we got the good and the bad and the ugly because he's a human. Same as on my end as a submissive. Yeah. For, for a submissive out there. The good, the bad, the ugly. In the fantasy world, nobody gets sick. In the there's no barfing world. cat. There's no trash. There's no broken dishwasher. There's no... <laughs> there's no scrubbing the floor. There's right. no planning the meals. So is the... It sounds like then... Is what you're presenting then to dissuade people from thinking it's going to be happy... That it's going to be better than their vanilla life? I don't think I'm trying to dissuade them that they're not going to be happy. I want them to have a reality check. Too many people, and we've all heard this out there, they meet someone online, they don't take a safe approach, they go mm -hmm. to the fantasy, and then mm -hmm. what happens? Bad things happen. Because they put their fantasy before their safety and their reality. A lot of people, and I know in my world, <clears throat> my fantasy and my reality combine with my master. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, we found a way to make that happen, and everybody can. They just have got to recognize and take off the glasses sometimes. You know, get out of your box. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the really interesting part to me that <clears throat> I would want to hear about would be, um, it uh, wouldn't be necessarily that you have to throw your fantasy away. Mm -hmm. And then all you'll have is the cold, harsh reality that, you know, you might as well stay in your vanilla relationships mm -mm, because it's, mm -mm. it doesn't change. But you say you seem to suggest that there's a way that they kind of mesh, that you can have your fantasy within your reality. You can have your fantasy within your reality. And one of the biggest things that I do with this class is try to explain people, <clears throat> excuse me, explain to people that when they come in from fantasy to reality, that that prince... He's not there to save you. Mm -hmm. Quality people want quality people. Okay? And they're not there to fix you. You need to learn to take care of yourself and fix yourself so you can combine your fantasy and your reality. It needs to be healthy and happy. So it sounds like some of the stuff that you're covering is to help people not be so disappointed when it's not all fantasy. Because I think when, when you, um, you really think fantasy world and then you figure out that you also have real life mixed in with the fantasy I think a lot of people get disappointed and give up on it too fast I agree they do they get too disappointed they give up on it too fast and you know to me with my presentation that's where the whole glass slipper aspect comes in per mm -hmm. se you know we all know Cinderella ran down the stairs and lost it right. and that's how we found her but to me that gla glass slipper um, is something else um, it represents the, co the combination of 
having those things of the fantasy and the reality combining. Right. And so in the presentation, I talk about what my glass slipper is. Mm-hmm. And I ask my class, what's theirs? Right. And if nothing else, that's food for thought for them. Wait, what do you mean by that? So what is your glass slipper? What is my glass slipper? It's my collar. It's my responsibilities. It's my respect for my master. The respect he gives me in turn. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality of my world and that I choose to live it with its ups and its downs and its roller coasters. And that my reality is much better than any fantasy I could ever imagine. And that all the work is worth it because of the glass slipper. Yes. Every step. Every step that went forward. Every step that might have been one back. Mm-hmm. Or the teetering. Right. From the fantasy to reality, the work is worth it. Okay. And, I, you know, I actually, I really dig the idea that my, and I could, we we did a class not long ago where we were talking about, you know, what fantasies do you have still? And, mm-hmm. you know, to look mm-hmm. at that, my reality actually kind of kicks a lot of ass. I mean, no I don't, doubt. it's hard to <laughs> fantasize about, you know, if you take out things like the lotto. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's hard to think about what would I include in my life, you know, from a fantasy perspective mm-hmm. that, you know, okay, sure. I'd like my knees not to ache when I get up in the middle <laughs> of the night or. Sir, I'd like to be able to kneel and not hear crack, crack, snapple pop in my old body. Uh-huh. You know, that'd be a great fantasy, but it's not the reality. Do you think a lot of people look at the image of what a submissive or a slave is supposed to be and never get started thinking, you know, oh, boy, I see so-and-so's got this 24-year-old perfect body shape submissive or slave who can kneel with grace. And, and you know, I without much like Slave Jim. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a, a graceful, beautiful, yeah. graceful arm candy, creative intelligence, and, um, and don't see beyond that and say, oh, boy, I'm a 52-year-old fake knee diabetic who would want me for a slave Mm -hmm. you know i had a girl in my last class when i taught it beat me in st louis Mm -hmm. and she was um wheelchair bound Mm -hmm. and i have never seen someone give so much service and devotion in a reality aspect in that kind of a situation and it was empowering you know, I have watched a 65-year-old slave who has been a slave for most of her adult life with replaced knees, with a walker, push her walker to the side and kneel before her owner. Mm-hmm. Arm candy, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But what it was was pure love, devotion, and service. And her reality may not be what she wanted it to be. And sometimes right. reality is not what we want. But she was able to still do and show those things, you know, and that's fantastic. Obviously, the the concept uh, resonates with people. Dawn's over there with a tear in her eye. (laughs) Um, Yes, it does. And I think, you know, so does the same thing apply to tops and masters and doms? Do we ever, I mean, you know, do we have a reality check in store as well? If I may be so bold and as polite as possible and respectful, yes. I do feel that um, no matter which end of the spectrum you are on, you still have a fantasy and a reality. 
mm-hmm. you know, Prince Charming's wanting that little Cinderella running around or that Snow White or whatever their arm candy is. Right. You know, and that's great. But they have to have reality checks too. Or they, or they see the picture of themselves sitting on the couch all the time while they're being served and yes. they forget there's a light bulb to be changed. And <laughs> There's a light bulb to be changed. What happens if their submissive or their slave becomes deathly ill? Mm-hmm. Or know? even breaks a wing. Or breaks a wing, Dawn. You know, or, you know, gets bronchitis and can't breathe. Or So, yes, tops, doms, you know, um, mistresses, domains, everyone out there, whatever label you want, you know. Right. Yes. Fantasy and reality goes both ways. So what do you tell a, uh, a submissive or slave that's getting started to to keep your reality in mind and your fantasies in check, but without dissuading them, without, you know, pissing on them, basically? Well, one, you start out very gently. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, I've had to learn that. Their fantasies are very precious to them. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're their fantasies, treasures. They're treasures, you know. And it's very, very generally you have to say, you know, I would ask them, what are your fantasies? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. This is fantastic. You know things that you think you want or that you do want. You know, so let's look and see one of those things at a time. Which one can you get realistically? Right. At this moment. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to give up the fantasy at first. Any of those fantasies, but let's work on each one realistically. You know, and sometimes those fantasies kick in with those realities. Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes they can mesh, but sometimes there's a... There's a price to pay, and, yes. and I, I hate saying it like that because that sounds negative. I mean, sometimes it's possible. Like, we had a friend once that that's what she wanted. She wanted to be naked slave girl all the time. And, you know, so we sat down with, with them both, and, and we're like, okay, well, this fantasy is absolutely possible, but that means she can't work. Are you willing not to pay a mortgage on this huge house and go for something <laughs> smaller so that you can have, you know, so you have to look. Maybe they were willing. You know, maybe not. So you have to... Well, I'd like nothing better than to be chained to my master's bed and fuck 24-7. Yay. You know? <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to do his laundry. Hi, master. <laughs> He's giving a thumbs up. Yeah. Um, you know, his laundry must be done. I right. must feed him. I right. must take care of him. Mm-hmm. I have to go potty sometimes. You got dogs. I got dogs <laughs> to take care of. You know, so... That's a great fantasy. Can we put that on the list, please? And, um, but... Thumbs up. You know, exactly. Sometimes we've got to filter back in. Mm-hmm. And I think more people get harmed out there in our communities by not understanding that sometimes they have to reel things in and look at it from a realistic approach. You know, still add the fantasies, but... Do it safely. Mm-hmm. Safely, yeah. Realize that, you know, he may not get flogged or whipped or spanked seven days a week. Right. Wow, that'd be nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but life happens. Right. You know? How, how valuable is it to, as you're getting, as you're starting to meet this new uh dom or master that you're thinking wow this person may be a partner for a significant amount of time and i know we all get in that pink cloud we all get in that happy mm-hmm. space we saw it earlier today we had um <laughs> one of the members of the house over earlier 
and uh, she's just met somebody new, and it's all giggles and happy stuff. I love stuff. to see her face. She's so excited. <laughs> how so? How so? You want to enjoy that part, right? Mm-hmm. But how quickly do you bring up the the reality check stuff? Like this is the core parts of are of who I am that we're not going to negotiate with. For example, I mean, the one that we like to use a lot. Mm-hmm. If you've decided, I am definitely a polyamorous person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how quickly do you bring that up and say, look, here's some, some cornerstone stuff of who I am. Here's some reality to dump on the fantasy fire. I mean, do you do that right off the bat? Do you let it simmer for a little bit? I think that depends upon the person. I really do in the, in the circumstances. Um, pink fluffy clouds and tiaras are awesome. Mm-hmm. They are. There's a girly girl in me that, you know, thinks that's pretty cool. But I think that's something you slowly add in. You know, you're just not going to go and hang out with someone or do th- and scene with someone without negotiating. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, for me, my, I always thought my life would be poly. You know, it's not now, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't mind monogamy. That's my reality. So you find ways around things. You find ways to work things in. And you gently dissipate that pink cloud. Right. But you leave a little fluff here and there. You gotta have the fluff. See, that's okay. the trick I learned. I, I have to learn. I tell them too much too fast, and they run away scared. <laughs> <laughs> that's just for regular dates. <laughs> have that problem but it used to be I just looked at them and stared too much and they got intimidated and ran the other way. Strong slave it's okay. <laughs> so one more question for you yes. if you don't mind. Um, do you ever once you've been getting I know you've been with Master Rick for a significant amount of time now. Yes I have. Do you ever have fantasy weekends? Do you ever say, "Hey, let's let's try to reinvent the pink cloud. Let's bring let's put on my tiara. Let's do a weekend of naked slave girl?" <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh yeah. We have weekends where or a 24-hour period or getaways that Mm -hmm. um include fantasy that include a little different fantasy than what's in our normal everyday part of our lifestyle and that's another tool to feed so fantasy is great but Mm -hmm. you've got to keep the reality so fantasy for me you know i i happen to be a little addicted to certain things and um you know i'm a gorian addict i love gorian positions i love that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. Some days it's your, you know, fantasy weekend. You're chain slave girl all weekend. You're at this all weekend long. You know, I can drag you around the house. I can throw you on the mat and just take you like an animal. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's the fantasy. And can I watch that? No, I'm sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Um... Because I got my own fantasies, but go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he'd let that happen. Um, Now, I wouldn't mind watching somebody else. I love to be a voyeur. Um, But yeah, I don't think he'd let that happen. Sorry, Master D. We're we're looking at... (laughs) We all got quiet because we're looking at Master Rick going, is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Ignoring it. No, okay. He's completely ignoring it. Master's completely ignoring that conversation. All right. But yeah, I mean, I think it is important to have that that fantasy 
to a point mm-hmm. and to okay. know when to come back in on it okay. in reality. Otherwise the dog doesn't get fed and the <laughs> bills don't get paid. <laughs> and the bills don't get paid and yeah, you know. Um, you need a hot tub for your knees because you've been kneeling for so long. That's not funny. I have bruises <laughs> on my knees. If anybody ever wants to see a slave who's been on their knees too long, come look at my knees. I'll put them on that life. I have bruises now that are there constantly on the bottoms of my knees. <laughs> so uh, my understanding is you uh, just presented this not too long ago at beat me in st louis had a pretty good crowd for this yes we class. did yes so if i wanted you to get a hold of you to present this at some event how would i do that uh two different ways okay you can reach me on that life under the handle of rick's kitten or you can email me at softly chrissy at yahoo.com okay Good deal. And um, we'll put all that on the show notes as well. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you very much for sitting with us today, uh, Rick's Kitten, and give us a little peek at the fantasy reality combo <laughs> thing. You're very welcome, Master Dan. Thank you and Don for having me. So, yeah. Now, Master Rick, we need to negotiate this a little bit because part of the fee for being, um, I mean, we have the, the futon, we have the couch. I mean, we could really work something out here. Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Visit Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of the Kink Shop and their lovely purple kings. <laughs> the Kink Shop provides quality merchandise at affordable prices and features various BDSM implements for lifestylers by lifestylers. Visit them online at www.thekinkshop.com. Want to be part of the Erotic Awakening? Want to share about your favorite kink and event, podcast, or book? Toss us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Let's hear what you have to say. Need budget dungeon furniture? Dawn gets her kink on. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Gets her kink on on furniture from Two Sadistic Freaks. Visit twosadisticfreaks.com for great prices on dungeon furniture. Special discounts apply to those that live in Ohio. Did you know you can buy the new Living MS book by Dan and Dawn, as well as an Erotic Awakening t-shirt, messenger bag, or coffee mug, simply by visiting the Shop and Support page of the Erotic Awakening website? Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. Thank you for your support. And for all your rope and exotic wood toy needs, we highly recommend Maui Kink. Visit Maui Kink at MauiKink.com. And when ordering, don't forget to select that you heard about them via Erotic Awakening on the checkout form. Music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe for music that has been crafted <laughs> and designed for scenes that range from sexual to BDS and dynamic. Visit them at www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.